This podcast isn't working. I'm your host, Heidi Wright, and I get on here every week and just talk about whatever's on my mind. And this week, it's kind of for my own benefit what I'm talking about is just to remind myself of the things that are making me feel a little bit better this week. I'm a little bit sniffly this week. I've had a few tough days where I don't know why, but things have gotten on top of me a little bit. And um, yeah, a few weird things have happened, but it's all good. And I have definitely had happy moments. So I was sitting here trying to just, I guess, remind myself of the things that are making me happy at the moment. And they're just little things, but I just thought I would share them with you because maybe there's something in there that you might think, oh, I'll give that a go. That might bring me a smile this week. So yeah, without further ado, here are eight things that are making me smile at the moment. So enjoy. (laughs) Number one is John Farnham. I had someone say to me this week that they listen to John Farnham songs nearly every day. And after kind of laughing, I got to say, it made me curious. What is it about John Farnham that is so amazing? And you know what? I put on Pressure Down, one of his hit songs. And by the end of it, like I was just dancing the whole time. I was lip syncing. I was thrashing around just like crazy. Now, I'm someone who like I get tired at the end of the day. Um, and here I was at bath time while my husband bathed the, the kids. I was just, yeah, enjoying myself, having a good old dance. And I felt so much better afterwards. What the heck? Magical John Farnham. So then I thought to myself, what if I listen to John Farnham every day? Just once. It, it only has to be one song. And I got to tell you, it's bringing in the sunshine. So why don't you try it? Look up some of his top songs. I can definitely recommend Pressure Down and also Touch of Paradise. That's quite a good one. Uh, you know, pick your pick your favorite and um, blast it and have a dance. It's, it's awesome. I also added to my list number two is The Michelax, which is a YouTube channel. And it's basically vlogs about a little family, Stefan and Hannah Michelak, and their two boys, Grayson and Rufus. They live in Bath in the UK. And they're both like um, Stefan and Hannah are both just super creative, super lovely people, really down to earth, kind of irreverent. I love it. I don't know. I've been watching their channel since before Grayson was born and he's in school now. So, yeah, I feel like I almost know them. And I got to say, I've been really enjoying watching them for that whole time. But especially now they've just bought a new house and they're decorating it. Uh, like renovating it it's really cool and yeah and Grayson is at school and Rufus is kind of becoming a toddler and I don't know it might sound weird to you but I really find a lot of joy in sharing uh, life with other people like that watching them do different things and it makes me think and it makes me feel validated sometimes or have ideas about my own situation and how I might do things and yeah and I just enjoy the creativity really that's the main thing I think is they're both beautiful creative people with interesting perspectives on life and I find that really inspiring uh, in the same sort of vein is a podcast called my favorite murder it's honestly right now my favorite podcast I just I don't know what it is it's the weirdest mix of genres it's uh, a true crime comedy podcast 
by um, the hosts are Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. And it's just, it's super irreverent. It's really gritty. It's down to earth. It tackles mental health issues as well as, you know, recounting true crime stories. It's really witty. It's hilarious. Um, and and <laughs> broadly, like the big word that came to mind when I was thinking about it was it's validating. Um, Georgia and Karen have just been through crazy stuff in their lives, come out the other side. And, you know, they both are in like they both go to therapy. They love their therapists. And I don't know. I just think there's yeah, there's no airs and graces with them. They're just cool. And it's really nice hearing them talk to each other and also get a glimpse into this kind of community that has been created of all the people that listen to the podcast. Yeah. Are you a fellow murderino? That's uh, what we call ourselves, those who listen to My Favourite Murder and love it. Um, yeah, Murderinos Unite. Audio high five. Although that wouldn't be very good because then that, I guess, would hit you in the ears. So I'm just going to say, well done to you if you're a Murderino. I vibe with you. Go us. On to my next point. Uh, my next little happy thing to share is an Instagram account called Manuni Shop. And if you like looking at cute things that are basically everyday objects that now have tiny little eyes and a smiley mouth and little tiny, tiny arms that are cuddling each other, if that sounds good to you, you need to get on this. You need to go look at it. I'm sorry I can't show you through your earbuds, uh, but trust me, if you're on Instagram, go look at Manuni Shop. I'll leave the link in my little show notes. It's basically a channel and the shop run by Hannah and Ola Dovin. I think they are from the Ukraine and basically they make little characters that are needle felted and uh, some of the highlights I have seen on there are basically <laughs> I like all the fruit and vegetables uh, and bread bread items it, it's quite great there's a family of carrots where you have the two parents and the little baby in the middle and they're all cuddling um, and then there's cuddling breadsticks in a bag that one was that was a favorite of mine very good and um, on that same bakery track there are spooning croissants people spooning croissants so you need to like go and have a look enjoy the cuteness but be warned be warned you may have a cute attack come upon you when you view this uh, channel on Instagram, this little account, it, it's going to be full on on the cute spectrum. Okay. You know, just, I've warned you, I've warned you. Um, the next thing I wrote down is just a simple thing, which is being outside. I've really, really been loving being outside at the moment and I'm, I'm making it intentional going outside more often, especially it's winter here in Australia. So it's tempting to kind of stay inside and especially when I'm home alone with my kids, it feels like a big effort to go outside sometimes, but I'm just putting in the effort now. I'm packing a bag as if we're going out to a park or something. I'm putting in everything we need so we don't need to run back in and out of the house. And yeah, we go and park ourselves out on the picnic rug for however long we want. I usually pick a time of day where it doesn't really matter how long we take. We're just outside until further notice and it's wonderful and I've been doing more gardening a lot more of my plants are being watered which I'm sure they're very much appreciating I've planted some new things we've added a bunch of new things that we're growing in our veggie garden for the next season I've been planting bulbs like there's no tomorrow and digging up garden beds you name it whatever I can manage to do 
And when I can't get on top of those things or there's no one here to help with my kids, I just enjoy laying on the picnic rug and um, sending them down the slide because that is loads of fun for them. So yeah, I've just been loving being outside. It's making me happy. Another thing that's been making me happy is just being open to new things. And this is something where I am open to new things. I'm quite flexible. I like a good surprise. I kind of, I'm pretty, you know, I'm floating around. I'm pretty cool. I'm cool if things change. I kind of get on board. It's all good. But I'm not someone who's ever looked into things. I've never researched anything, really. I never was very good at studying in school. I'm not someone who thinks to myself, oh, I must educate myself on said item or said topic. Um, but lately I've been pushing myself to kind of do that. It's been really interesting. So one little thing that made me happy recently was I was gifted some lovely Japanese teas at Christmas time and I found the box and was shuffling through and saw that there was matcha tea and I have heard a little bit about it and I thought, you know, I'm going to try this and you know what? I really, really like it. And matcha is really interesting because there's a lot to it. There's a lot of different health benefits. There's certain ways to make it that enhance its qualities. And there's little tools that exist, like little bamboo whisk and um, beautiful little bowls and things like that. And the most like cute little bamboo scoops to measure out your matcha. Anyway, I've been experimenting and using my coffee machine to froth up the milk and make lattes. Oh, it's been really fun. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm just liking learning new things and trying new things because I actually, it turns out I really like it. So that's cool. That's something that I want to do more of. So I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I should do an episode where I talk about a few things where I've tried it for the first time or I'm trying to learn something new and share it with you guys. One thing that's been on my mind actually quite a bit is I would love to learn more about the Latin names of plants, what it means and how to use the Latin terms, you know, or see the name of a plant in its Latin form and know about the plant. Because I do know very brief things, like basic things about the Latin names and how they basically can describe to you uh, attributes about the plant, whether it might be like a climbing plant or something that is variegated or I'm not really sure, like colorings and things like that can all be denoted by, yeah, the Latin name. So I would like to know more about that. And I think that's something I could achieve. <laughs> Sounds doable. So maybe I'll share that another time. But yeah, learn about new things. It's really fun. Um, my second last thing that I wrote on my little happy list is imagination games. Now, this is something that I'm not sure you could get away with with other adults, but hey, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> but I'm lucky enough to have the excuse of having little ones around where my husband and I or whoever's staying with us at that point or visiting or whatever, when we're with the girls, you know, we can play pretend. And it is honestly so fun. And it's great because you're not always in the mood to do these sorts of things. But when the kids are kind of harping on it, you're like, please, can we play cafes? How can you say no to that? I mean, it's not that hard to sit on the couch and order your dinner and have it delivered to you by the little chefs that are making it in their little kitchen and, um, yeah, have a good old time, especially when they give you a menu to choose from. I mean, that's cute in itself, finding a bit of paper to bring over. Oh, here's your menu, uh, sir. I get called sir the whole time. It's very cute. Um, but, yeah, I've just been really enjoying playing pretend with my kids um, whether it be playing cafes or 
playing construction site or, you know, I mean, like, look, the sky's the limit, which is kind of the fun of it. And how often do we stop and just let our imaginations run wild? It's, it's very, it feels very luxurious. Let me tell you people, let me tell you, dear listener, it's a luxury at this stage in my life to sit around and imagine what it might be like to um, sit on a beach uh, and, you know, watch my children playing in the surf in their rashies. But really, we're just looking at nuts and bolts on the floor um, and little bits of coloured wood that my daughter's re- arranged into the beach scene. But um, it's really, really fun. So anyway, that was one of my little happy things is playing pretend. And the last thing I wanted to share today on my little happy list is listening to audiobooks that make me smile. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I have a subscription to a service and I use it every month. I absolutely have loved uh, yeah, taking up audiobooks. So much easier as a mum and even just so much easier as a human at this point to listen to books instead of read them. I do know that books are beautiful and we have many, many books in our house but it is not always practical to pull them out. So I'm embracing audiobooks. I'm, I've decided I'm not going to be too snobby about my paper books and just embrace audiobooks. So the funny thing about that is that I do listen to a lot of books and there have been books that I have bought that I don't like. And not just because they are not what I wanted to listen to or they're not very good. It's more that, especially autobiographical books and things like that, when you buy them, you don't really know the depth uh, that that person's going to go into about their life or different things. And it can be very, very confronting. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, you know, if that's what you want to listen to right now or read, go for it. You know what I mean? But at this point for me, especially at this point in my life, I don't really want to do that. I'm not really interested in listening to things that overwhelm me. I personally at the moment stay well clear of the news uh, for that reason. It's just too much. Um, I'm not ignorant, but I know where my limit is. You know what I mean? So yeah, sometimes I buy a book and it turns out to be really full on or something I don't expect and I'm not really ready for. And my husband, a little while ago, when I was telling him about one of these books, it was very confronting and very, it was quite distressing, actually, um, because it featured quite a bit of child abuse. And I honestly wasn't ready for that. That's not what I thought I was going to be listening to. Um, And he was saying to me, you know, why are you still listening to it? That doesn't sound like something you'd like to listen to. And I realized, hey, what the heck? I don't have to finish this book. I think that's something that I hadn't thought about before. You don't have to finish a book. There's no rules, guys. So if something is too much, you know, or you're feeling too much about it, it's too, you know, it's just too much for you right now, you can put it down. And luckily the service that I use, I can actually return that book. So I have done that twice. And at the moment I am reading a great book called Differently Morphous. It's by a guy called Yahtzee Croshaw. And it is just such a riot. It's a fantasy book. And the little intro that they have, the blurb that's on the site, um, says, A magical serial killer is on the loose and gelatinous otherworldly creatures are infesting the English countryside, which is making life for the Ministry of Occultism difficult because magic is supposed to be their best kept secret. Um, Sorry, I keep running out of breath because I have the sniffles. But yes, that it just... 
like when was the last time you listened to something that was like a fantasy book or something that was just so fiction it's crazy and it's really fun it's fun to listen to I've been really enjoying this book and it's narrated by the author which is always special I think so yeah I'm only actually up to chapter 9 of 84 chapters so I've only read just over 10% of this book but I'm already like you know I'd just recommend it to anyone it's so much fun and uh, I felt similarly recently I was listening to Wind in the Willows and guys if you're going to read one book uh, you know in the near future please make it Wind in the Willows whether you read it on in an actual paper book or you can get your hands your, your ears onto the audiobook it's just so beautiful it's so beautifully written it's there are um, the most amazing characters in it and I personally found it just so uplifting and so I don't know it's like drinking warm milk at the end of the day or something you know it's like that really comforting a special moment where yeah you kind of at the end feel all squishy inside and happy so yeah wind in the willows thumbs up and differently morphous so far so good that's my list of feel good thingamajigs at the moment that are helping me feel better or have a smile on my face you know I know none of these things are going to bring me true lasting happiness I know that there are always going to be negative feelings that I go through and I know that things will always be hard on different days and at different times but I'm trying to remind myself that it's not all the time even though sometimes it feels like it is it's not because on the worst day I can at least dance to one John Farnham song and let me tell you dear listener in those three and a half minutes I am in ecstasy and I also look completely crazy, completely weird, and I do not care, and it's wonderful. So thank you, John Farnham. Thank you, all these things that are making me smile. There are so many more I could talk about, which was really exciting to realize, but that's all I'm going to share today uh, and for this week. And if you have anything that you would share with somebody else about what's making you smile at the moment, I would really encourage you to share that with your friends or family. Uh, let them know, hey, do you want to smile today? Check this out. Just before I recorded this, I actually sent a message to my brother that was of a 103-year-old lady on YouTube who has made all these dresses out of pillowcases and her beautiful grandson is filming her talking about it and it is one of the best things I've seen in such a long time and because it made me smile, I wanted to share it with somebody else and I did. So I might leave the link to that as well in the show notes for this episode. So thanks for joining me for this wonderful 20 minutes and have yourselves a lovely week with uh, smiles whenever you can get the chance to have them. That's me for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Cool. That was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, <laughs> like that.